Hi, hello and welcome to Youth Updates, a regular drop of info to help keep you in the know when it comes to youth culture. for another youth update the voice you are listening to is me bethan and last time i hosted on my own with a few guests because my wonderful co-host was away on holiday i was indeed but yeah. i am back now yes she is and what is your name to the sunny uk uh my name is hannah very happy to be back on youth updates podcast where were you hannah i was in thailand did they sell a lot of thai um they may have <laughs> i didn't buy any but that's okay. Aww. But yeah, had a great time, but I'm glad to be back with you Aww, all now. Well, it's good to have you back with us as well. Thank you. So if you don't know, myself and Hannah, we both work for Youth for Christ in the Church Resources Department, and we are delighted to be with you guys for the next little bit of time. Yeah, and we're going to cover uh, a few topics together. We always cover three topics and then add three. lovely word of the month. Uh, so I'm going to kick us off on our first topic, um, which is around the digital world which is something called AI or artificial intelligence, but people call it AI for short. Now, I would like to start this off by saying I'm not a tech expert, but I'm just going to let you know a few things, so a few definitions. Um, So if you're there and you have not got a clue what AI is, artificial intelligence, I'm going to let you know that it is a technology that enables a computer to think or act in a more human way. So it does this by taking in information from its surroundings and kind of deciding its response based on what it learns or senses. Um, It's becoming a much bigger part of our lives as technology advances. Mm. Um, You know, many have maybe traditionally thought of it as kind of this creepy human-like thing or mega computers that are going to take over the world. Thinking of films like iRobot with Will Smith in it and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. all (laughs) kinds of things like that. Um, But yeah, so we thought we'd just let you know of a couple of definitions. um, And you looked up some stuff as well, didn't you, Mm -hmm. Beth, about... So there's something else called ChatGPT as well. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, there's loads of different examples of AI. So I guess if you're not sure what AI would actually look like in real life, there's a few different ways. And I think we're mentioning on this podcast as well because young people are becoming more aware of it specifically online and things and um, so chat gpt essentially it creates copy or text from some sort of briefly inputted information that you put in so you know you can put in some basic remit and it'll write an essay or a piece of text for an article or something um, and there's actually like some students who've tried to like create essays to hand in for their homework and to their teachers using ai um, but there's one really funny one that went viral online where someone handed in like a history essay homework to their teacher but had forgotten to take off the bit that said written by Chatbeast GPT on it. <laughs> Maybe attention <laughs> to detail is not their yeah. strong suit. Um, but yeah, so it can't be used for like actually university papers and stuff like that because the the technology yeah, is aware software. that it's um that it's plagiarized um but there's also things like this can be used uh in photoshop as well there's kind of a mm. is it like a beta thing at the moment is that what it's called when you're testing something beta, out beta beta beta, yeah, bit beta. um sure. where it has a feature um where you can kind of type in like oh 
add this add this tree into the background and it'll kind of yeah. give you some options and you can kind of choose from those um and you've also seen it beth haven't you on social media on mm-hmm. tiktok and stuff like that tell us more about that yeah it's it's going around social media i guess because it's quite like a fun and novel thing to look at so say so one of the things that programs like photoshop are being able to do at the moment is they can do something like called generative fill which hannah briefly mentioned but you can select whole blank spaces and it will just input what it thinks the rest of the image is so people online have say for example taken album covers of like taylor swift and then just seen how it would fill the rest of the picture outside of the square that you normally see on the front um but also as well there's loads of videos going around on youtube reels tiktok which are kind of just like ai generated images of people from different books different characters from different films or what if this book was set in this time period or different things there's a lot of like sort of novelty videos going around but also especially if you go on things like tiktok there's loads of ai filters which pick up stuff to do with your face and then we'll put a filter over the top and turn you into like a gold statue or a mermaid or something um oh interesting so, yeah i wonder so, what i'd look like as a mermaid oh we can find out fun. after this but <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where like it's it's quite fun and novel in a lot of senses so i think that's why it's making the rounds online and i think young people will probably really enjoy that side of it yeah and at the moment like it's still in a kind of like testing phase and you know in some images it can look really really real mm-hmm. and then in some other places like so some of the things that ai gets kind of quite comically wrong is it can't seem to be able to um accurately depict hands yeah or like or faces <laughs> sometimes are a bit weird but like hands are spe- like people say if you want to know if like an image is ai or not yeah. have a look at the hands because there might be like some extra fingers or it just doesn't <laughs> look quite right um so you know there's still a little way to go in yeah. this but people are starting to play around with it have fun um it's starting to be used in maybe some more not so good ways as well so it's something to look out for and just something to Mm. be aware of i think in um as kind of technology moves forward and advances um but we're going to move on to our second topic and we already mentioned taylor swift and she's kind of herself (laughs) oh dear and she's kind of linked to our next topic no she called herself that once when she did a rap i'm not just making that up anyway in a rap I mean, it was funny. Anyway, moving on. You can always go look up her rap online. She was, I, I do like she was. She was taking the mick out of herself, so it wasn't okay. it wasn't a serious right, thing. Um, but yeah, in pop culture, so at the moment there are a lot of big arena tours of very popular music artists going on at the moment. It is festival season. It is arena tour season, and loads of snippets from these arena tours are making it onto social media, and young people are loving them and sharing them. Um, and so, for example, Beyonce's on tour at the moment. Taylor Swift, Harry Styles. I know there's also Coldplay as well, although I've not seen as much of that doing the rounds. Okay, um, throwing in a quick surprise question mm. for you: if you had to go and see Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, or Coldplay, which one would you choose? Oh, that's difficult. On the spot. No. Come on. Which one would you choose? You hate making decisions as well. You know which one it is, and you maybe head. Taylor Swift. Okay. Because I saw Coldplay a few years ago at Glastonbury. Mm-hmm. okay great i then just realized i have also seen taylor swift anyway i can't i can't <laughs> cope. um so yeah but loads of these moments have made it to social media um for example in beyonce's tour her daughter blue ivy who's only 11 um has been dancing in a specific song in each show yeah, and she like that. hypes her up and she comes out and people have been commenting on like how much better she's getting and more confident throughout the shows but also the dance moves that she's doing people are now replicating as like a viral dance on 
social media everything becomes a viral dance yeah. on tiktok so um so that's been happening and then with harry styles they've kind of there's been videos about all the different outfits he's wearing like he's known for having really good onstage interaction with the audience and so loads of those videos have been coming out um and this is the case for harry styles's tour and taylor swift but loads of videos of, like what people are wearing um because yeah. say harry styles's tour everyone's people are wearing... going dressed as fruit as well yeah because he did that song about Watermelon. a woman no and a woman wearing it have you not heard about the woman wearing a banana costume <laughs> and he sang a song he's like she's where she's dressed as a banana that's anyway, amazing great they were talking about it on the radio <laughs> as well. but yeah so people dressing as fruit people dressing in bright colors taylor swift's tour it's based off all her different albums so people are coming dressed off based off a vibe mm. or an outfit linked i do to think that that's album. really cool um but like there's been videos doing circulation where thousands of fans in say in, she's in the american part at the moment or at least i think she is um where tens of thousands of fans who couldn't get tickets have been outside the arenas singing along to the songs they've even put up some big screens outside so that's been circulating online um and also like funny things about like oh taylor swift when it was a storm or oh look at this amazing thing that happens in the show or look at our terrible view that Ticketmaster didn't tell us about um and so there's loads of stuff going online about these mm. big tours and i think there is still sort of you know this fascination around concerts and big artists mm. but th- it's really expensive to go yeah which i think can also price out a lot of people yeah but it kind of almost still feels like you're a little part of it like through Mm -hmm. social media like i knew a few things about some of those tours and i I haven't been to any of them so you kind of you get to see a little (laughs) bit and that's that's pretty cool although a lot of of them try and keep it quite private don't they and try and like not want you to record too much especially beyonce i think she like didn't want you to record yeah well she did that gig didn't she in i think somewhere in the middle east and didn't want people to record but then it still got out there so um uh, 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 before we move on oh yeah go on go on beyonce taylor swift harry styles coldplay oh no um i think i'd be between harry styles and coldplay Mm. um, yeah i'd be between them i think i'd maybe edge towards harry styles I just think it'd be a more fun I feel like I'd need to concert. know more of his songs if I was going to go. Yeah, yeah, very true. Mm. But he hasn't got tons, though, so there's only a few albums to catch up on. Um, unlike but, Taylor Swift. <laughs> unlike Taylor Swift, where that is just a whole other thing altogether. Um, but we're going to look at our third topic, which is an issues uh, topic, which is about an increase in counselling sessions. Um, this was an article from the NSPCC. But it was talking specifically around kind of this exam season, which we're in and kind of coming to the end of right now um, as well. Um, But it said that Childline delivered 2000 counselling sessions about exam stress last year, which was up 10 percent from the year before. And I imagine when kind of numbers come out and maybe we'll we'll recap that in a later podcast. But I imagine we'll have possibly gone up again this year as well. and kind of in our experience as well, because mm. we're both youth leaders in our kind of local context, um, some of the young people we come into contact with who are taking exams, they are stressed about them. They do spend their evening mm. talking about it when they're coming up. Some young people have brought their revision along to the youth group. Um, and, you know, that concerns me a little bit because, you know, it's great. It's it's good that they're revising, but then are they getting any any downtime where mm-hmm. their mind's not thinking about it? Um and actually in the article they encouraged families and households to kind of try to do some non-exam related activities to kind of relieve Mm. stress um as well but yeah yeah and I think it's interesting isn't it I know we've we've briefly touched on this before I think but the increase in so not just GCSE and A-level students but I've 
been very aware in various different contexts and talking to different youth workers about year six year six students wow where's <laughs> not happened there year six students where they've been really stressed about SATs. And I think there's certain pockets of the country where your results from that can impact what secondary school you go to or they have an additional exam. And and actually, like, 11's a really young age to start thinking that your exams literally Define will your make life. A, a, a practical decision mm. in your life. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's quite a big thing, isn't it? But I think, yeah, I think what you said about the downtime and stuff like that, and I think as you were talking as well, I was just thinking, you know, from the perspective of if you're a Christian young person and uh, in exam season, you know, it, it happens across the country where young people won't come to youth or church mm. or will be more sporadic because of exam season. Or um, like we we're saying, we know of young people who've brought their revision to youth. But I also think it's really interesting because it's like, how do you instill in the teenage years that when life gets stressful, you don't, you don't bump God back. down the priority mm. list, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Like, because uh, I think those are the touching points for them to connect with each other and God. But actually, it's like, oh, and we, you know, we all know that when life gets busy and stressful, sometimes making that time for God and those things can be really difficult. And I think it's like, how do you help them to understand that actually that's that's who you go to to feel refreshed and to. Yeah. peace and do you know what i mean yeah, i think a hundred percent so interesting yeah definitely so. and you know there's practical things you can do like you know at certain point when it kind of gets to this season of the year we often do like a uh so we kind of do activities in our youth group and we'll have like a, a revision option for that mm-hmm. so that they still feel like they can come and revise but still hear some some christian teaching and be around their their christian peers mm. i mean not everyone there is a christian as well there's people of various um kind of journeys in their places in their faith journey um but yeah i think that's yeah that's really Mm. interesting to think about trying to encourage them to to kind of push in rather than pull away um so i'll finish with um a quote that was in the article which is one 16 year old girl said to counselors the pressure from school and parents over exams is pushing me over the edge i'm so stressed i'm crying at every little thing and haven't been sleeping i wish someone would ask if i need help i'm not okay oh yeah that's really tough so ask you ask your young people that you come into contact with if you're Mm. if you're a parent or guardian or you know or you're in a youth group ask them if they're okay and just try and be there for them I think is the most important Mm. thing gosh yes let's move from that moment into our word of the month where we are gonna sing as usual aren't we very nice do you want to count us in I will do yes lovely three two one Word, word of, of the, the month month <laughs> that was an interesting one very kind of sporadic um well, but yeah you're going to describe our word of the month i am indeed well, so if anyone heard our podcast last month when handles on holiday mm. um we had a guest called laura who sang like an opera singer and then incredible repeated it because she was enjoying it so much amazing so Love that. you need to check that maybe out. maybe we Hannah. need to get an official like word of the month jingle at some point i think we're thinking about it Maybe. We'll as, as of now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll think about but, it. Um, but yeah, the word of the month is actually technically two words. It's a phrase. Is that allowed? Some might say, we've done it before. Mm. Like, we've done it I'll before. I'll allow it. So it is sleep on. Mm. And so, it doesn't have anything to do with sleeping, does it? No, it doesn't. So to sleep on basically means, like, when you sleep on something, it's to sort of, 
ignore it or dismiss it or not recognize its importance or value or how good something is. So for example, you might say everyone's sleeping on Harry Styles' new song. Or yeah. it might be that there's a really good football player on the team, the, the local club that you go to and it's like, oh, everyone's sleeping on such and such a person, even though they're incredible. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of way it would be used. Nice. Thank you for letting us know about that new yeah. phrase that we can use. Um, that's brought us to the end of our podcast for this month. Um, we are so glad that you joined us yes, and listened all the way through. Um, please continue to to follow us on social media because you can you can get in touch with us. Maybe you have something you wanna you wanna share or some topics that mm-hmm. you'd really love us to cover. Um, please let us know. You can find us um, on social media by looking for YFC resources. Um, so yeah, please find us, talk to us. We hope you have a really great month, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.